and at the moment of like climax I just imagined and embodied like the woman that I wanted to be in that whole life and then after I just was like literally vibrating of course in more ways than one <laughs> but my whole body was just vibrating like the energy coming off me was insane if someone walked in that was like sensitive to energy they would have been like whoa like that was that was the closest thing to magic that I've probably ever experienced like it was nuts back to the pod it's me happy wednesday <laughs> um okay <laughs> i just did some deep breathing and i'm like woo, still not really i'm in my body but i'm not so i think this episode's gonna be great it's a good indicator that this episode's gonna be hot fuego um so yeah we're just gonna be talking about play today play and living life as it's meant to be lived you know, full of love, full of play, adventure, testing yourself, your, you know, discovering your, your edges and your boundaries and all that good shit. And, um, I have a quote that I want to start us off with because I just read this on Instagram and it directly correlated with what I wanted to talk about. So I'm really excited. Um, it's from this woman on Instagram. Her username is Jessica Alex Hesser. Um, it's J-E-S-S-I-C-A-A-L-I-X-H-E-S-S-E-R. <laughs> I don't know if that was hard for me to say. Okay, so this is the quote that she wrote, the thing that she wrote. All agreements to hide from life or to live only half alive must be destroyed. Break them all. This life truly is a miracle. If you're not living in a way that fundamentally recognizes that, forget the rest and start there. There's nothing else you need to fix, quote, quote, unquote. If you are truly committed to living the fullness of this experience, the rest will come. You are not here to be a half-dead thing. You are a goddamn miracle. Wake up and live. Find what brings you alive and do it. Look at the magic around you and give yourself to it wholly, completely, and unabashedly. So, I fucking love that. So, yeah, let's get into the episode. So what did that little quote make you guys feel? It made me feel very like, it's like a war cry, you know? Like I just wanted to beat my chest and just run, run into life like full on, full force, um, which is the best kind of writing. Writing that makes you feel like that is something special. So I'm really glad to have found her account. Um, but the part that I really resonated with well, all of it, but especially all agreements to hide from life or to live only half alive must be destroyed. Break them all. So that is super, super real and deep because I think pretty much everyone, besides a few select people that I've met, um, have made agreements with themselves unconsciously to hide from life or to live only half alive because there are so many things that they're afraid of. And fear is just the ultimate mood killer, the ultimate like destroyer of everything. It just creeps in and it can come up in so many subtle ways, like just simply how you interact with people or how you are in relationships. Like, are you super open in relationships in terms of like sharing your feelings and getting vulnerable and allowing yourself to love and be loved? Or is it fear that's driving you and so you don't really open up and you don't let yourself get past that point like fear is in so many things fear is in just the everyday going going to work and being scared to present you know a new idea to your boss or whatever because you're worried about rejection like fear is everything and just I love this all agreements to hide from life or to live only half alive must be destroyed so it's like anything that you know is holding you back right now in your life, like any little thing that you can, because usually we can, we can uh, take note of what it is. Like if we go through a little self pull, we're like, hmm, how are we doing here? What are we, where are we holding ourselves back? Like usually some things come up, you know, like for me, there's a few things right away, all agreements to hide from life. So I'm like, okay, where am I hiding from life? Just a little bit. Like I'm not... I'm not working out every day. I definitely could be doing that. It would make me feel amazing and I would feel even stronger. And 
I could be writing more. I could always be writing more. That makes me feel so alive. Um, and I can be posting all the things that make me feel super happy, which I'm excited to say that I have been doing, but it's just more. It's like that is those are the things that make me feel alive. So why am I not doing it all the time? Like what's holding me back? Literally, what is this agreement that I'm like, OK, I've done it a little and I've dabbled a little and like I think it's fine. I think I'm going it's going well. But why why am I just not like full fucking sending it um, with everything? So, yeah, there's a lot of things so many things that come to mind with that and just like having those fun adventures and going out with your friends and dancing and like running around the street and being crazy and just being silly and like eating good food and and kissing someone and hugging someone and I don't know there's just so many things like fuck this life is so awesome and so many so many people are just living a life half lived if even half like less than half lived And it's just so sad. And I don't want to be like that. You know, I want to live this life how it's supposed to be lived. We're supposed to live a life of just wonder and we're supposed to feel everything and be open to feeling everything, the bad stuff and the good stuff. It's a, it's a full, well-rounded experience. It's like a, it is really a roller coaster ride, but that's, that's how it's supposed to be, you know, and all of so many things in society tell us to numb just numb 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 oh if you don't feel like this oh here's a you know here's something for that here's a pill for that oh you don't you don't like this person like or you don't like their beliefs just fucking you know put them in your mind as someone who's terrible and never think about it again like we're just numbing we numb ourselves from so much I think in our society and I'm just not about it I'm not about it um yeah so feel it feel everything feel all the feels all the anger and the jealousy and the sadness and the joy and the, the nervousness and the everything. Just feel it all. Feel it all because that's life fully lived. This is something that's actually so interesting. I don't know why this just popped in my head. But in other cultures, like in other tribal cultures, native cultures, uh, people with what we call now mental illnesses like bipolar disorder and like more manic behavior, they were revered as like some of the top top people in the tribes because they sensed like they they could sense things besides this you know 3d reality like they were they are seeing things that others aren't seeing and so tribes would they would be up revered in the tribe like people would go to them for wisdom and guidance and they would have a important like leadership role in the tribe which is just crazy that now that's like it's the opposite oh you have you know you're up and down, you have mood swings, your emotions are hard to control, here's like a little pill, let's numb it out, let's get you feeling nice and steady, and of course, that's good sometimes, of course, we need that sometimes, but it's just like, why, when did that flip, you know, like, when did that flip from being something that is revered and honored within a tribe to something that literally they would put people in mental asylums and lock them up and have no rights whatsoever, like, what, what happened? What happened to us? You know, that shit really fucks me up thinking about it. Like what happened? Where did we go wrong? So yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, obviously I'm not throwing shade at anyone who is on any type of medication for their mental health. I'm, that's not the point of this conversation. I'm just simply pointing out like how far things can go, how far things can stray. Um, so yeah I think that's pretty interesting and like of course witches that's just classic like they can harness the energy and the magic and they know things about the plants and um the moon and the water and all that and they get burned at the fucking stake so (laughs) what I guess I'm trying to say is that all of these fears of the unknown are still in our society like very even though they're not as present like witches aren't being burned at the stake there's still this underlying fear of all of that. Like fear of the unknown drives people fucking crazy. And the ultimate fear of the unknown is death. So um, didn't think I was going to get into the death talk so fast in this episode. It's only 10 minutes in. But most people are so scared of death that it literally affects every aspect of their life, which I understand because death is scary in some ways because 
we like what what we like our environment we like our family we like our friends we like our life which of course we should like our life but death in itself is like it's the ultimate unknown and that little I, I really do think all fears just stem from that like if you've met someone who's truly embraced death and they're not scared of death oftentimes they're very non-judgmental they're very open they're just like they understand they're ready to roll with the punches they understand the deeper meaning behind all of these things that um, people are scared of because once you're not scared of death like literally what else is there to be scared of I don't know just spitball in here let me know your thoughts <laughs> but um yeah there also was this other thing I shared on my podcast Instagram it's from this movie which I can't remember what the movie's called but I, I remember seeing this scene somewhere else, but it's the scene from a movie and it says, my son, you are afraid of death because you are not in alignment with yourself. Don't be afraid. Our bodies are mortals, but our souls are free and everlasting. Um, which is, I love, I love thinking about that. Like I'm someone that really enjoys, not enjoys. Yeah. Enjoys. I don't know. Planning out my like funeral. Like I, I like it. I've, I've talked to Sage about it multiple times. Like I'm very specific about what I want. I think I've already talked about this. Maybe I can't remember, but I don't want a casket. I want to be put into the earth. Just good old, I don't know, put me in like a cloth and just put me in the earth, like plant some flowers on me, maybe put a tree nearby. Like that's it. I just want to go back into the earth. And I'm very specific about that. Like I actually would be very bothered. I think, <laughs> I think I would be very bothered as a soul if I was put, if this body was put into a casket or like a even worse like um what are those things inside mausoleum or whatever that just not the vibe not the vibe my soul wants to go into the dirt and just be decomposed by a bunch of mushrooms and and earthworms and send it send it in the next one so <laughs> do you guys think about that like I, I talked to sage about it and he's like i really don't think about this like why are we talking about this right now i'm like well i want to know what you want like i need to know what you want and he's like, uh, he actually wants a, um, Viking send off like a, um, Viking burial, which I think is also dope. Cause again, you're just going back into the earth and the ether. So yeah, you go out on a raft wrapped in, um, cloth and they send flaming arrows into your body as you float off into the, the water. So you catch on fire and then go into the water. Pretty cool. Actually like pretty fucking sick. I would say besides just being put in the dirt, that's my second option because I think that's really cool. <laughs> so yeah, let me know what you guys want, what your burial options are. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I, it's really embracing the fact and just embodying this like knowing feeling that it's not going to end. It doesn't end just when this body ends. It doesn't mean it ends. Like, for me, I completely, completely believe that a soul carries on and I know that I, my soul has been around a lot and I, I've lived through a lot of things and I'm still here now. And I know that Sage and my parents and all my like closest people in my life, like I know I've been around the block with them a bunch of times. And so I'm not really like, obviously the fact thinking about them not being around me makes me sad. Like, of course it makes me sad, but like, I just have this, like this peace that it'll I'll be around them again in the next life um so yeah that's that that's some some death <laughs> but I actually forgot I was going to read you guys an oracle card at the beginning but we'll just do it now now that I've scared you all talking about death let's talk about the oracle card I drew for you all today again so beautiful um it's the earth mother card she is a pregnant goddess and her belly is like the earth, like it's drawn as the earth is her belly and she's covered in ivy and she's naked and she has butterflies flying all over her. It's so beautiful. And so it says, earth mother, feel loved and comforted. <laughs> um, allow yourself to be cherished. Earth mother is protecting you with the shield of love and light. You may have felt overwhelmed or out of control emotionally recently. You are now moving back to your natural center and that will bring you to a place of clarity and openness. If you have felt ungrounded, know that Earth Mother is here to root you and help you regain your sense of strength. You may not feel like a child, but in the eyes of the divine, you are a child of light, and it's important you know that and feel loved. If you have had challenges with your mother or with being a mother yourself, 
Know that the energies of mother healing are with you to help you clear any ancestral blockages that are preventing you from making the sacred love connection. You are being guided to make choices that are based on love. So good. That also is so, like, it's nicely correlated with last week's card, too. So, again, you guys are guided by love. That's all that it is. But um, I'm curious to see if that card resonates with you in um, any certain type of way. I just keep thinking I'm my mind's still going on on the on the fear, the fear thing and how fear is what's holding us back from living a life as it's supposed to be like a life fully lived, a life alive, 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 alive. So that's something to, to noodle on. But I wanted to talk about play today because it's so fun <laughs> and it's something that just really adds. It adds this extra little spice and flavor and special sauce to life because it's being a kid you know and and I think a lot of us like when you're doing spiritual work or um inner healing you go back to your inner child and you're like okay what does my inner child need right now what does my inner child want and then when you can play and just be silly and goofy and like do things that you did when you were a kid just joyfully like without a no one's telling you to do it. There's no time constraints. There's no deadlines. You're just doing it because it feels fun and it's nice. That really like nourishes your inner child and really helps you just let go of so much bullshit. Like it's literally just like shrugging weights off your shoulders. So lots of great ways to play. Um, I just think honestly, I ran through a sprinkler the other day. That was so, so fun. Dancing is my favorite form of play. Of course, of course. Um, and like coloring, like doing mandala drawings. Those are really fun coloring those in doing chalk drawings. Um, just having a lot of fun in the kitchen, like just throwing things together and experimenting. Yeah. Being just being silly and goofy and not worrying about it. Like, honestly, that's why TikTok is so fun for me. And I think for so many people, cause it's just play. It's like in your inner child just gets to like dance and be goofy and like lip sync. And that's just kind of fun. So that's for what that's worth. I wanted to throw that in there, but I actually wanted to tell you guys about um, an experience I had when I was high the other day. I was very high. Um, Sage, or what day was this? Friday? Yeah. Sage was, or no, Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, Sage, Sage was gone and I, he got the, a bunch of joints and one of them is called Fruit Loops and I asked him to get one that's like creative and just chill and the guy just over delivered with his recommendation fruit loops the most fire joint experience the most fire weed experience i've ever had like for sure so i was just alone vibing i wrote a really like vibey poem i posted on instagram it's one of my favorite poems i've probably ever written it's the um the becoming one that i just posted um on my main insta if you want to read it i really liked it so i wrote that poem and i had a good day and i'm like you know what i just want to vibe out like i want to smoke have some cheese and crackers and just hang and so I did but I always underestimate how much of a lightweight I am with weed so I literally probably took three or four hits like they're big hits but maybe three hits and I was gone skis I was high as balls and I always make this same snack when I'm high um I think I already said it on the other episode but so fire frozen cherries, frozen berries with oat milk, granola, and peanut butter. It's so good. It, it hits all the spots. It's sweet. It's savory. It's nutty. It's fruity. It's cold. It's just all the things. So I made that and I just enjoyed it so much. I was FaceTiming Catherine at the beginning. Like I was facing, FaceTiming her when I was smoking, which I was glad that I was on the phone with her. Cause I think maybe at the beginning I would have like been stressing out a little bit about how high I was but since I was just talking with her on the phone I was just really paying attention to what she was saying so I didn't really get stressed um so yeah we FaceTimed for a little while and then I went outside and I was it, it was like it was a nearly psychedelic experience it pretty much was like it was very close to being a psychedelic experience which was really cool I haven't had that with weed really so I went outside and I was sitting in the sun and like I just closed my eyes and felt all the sun on me and when I had my eyes closed I could see like yellow fractal like cool shapes which happens when you're on psychedelics but I was seeing that just you know 
on the marijuana and I was just vibing and I could feel the sun like warming up my body and I was absorbing the light and the energy and I really it started to get spiritual like really quickly no surprise there because that's just what I'm trying to the wave I'm trying to be on all the time but the experience started to get very like spiritual and very aware of everything was very present and it was just the perfect it's a hybrid I think so it was the perfect mix of like body high because it was very like sensual not in like a sex sexy way which it was that too I actually got really horny but it was sensual and like a like I could feel the sun and, and like my skin was really soft and it was very like tactile I guess but then also I was high very high in my mind having like crazy thoughts but it was just a nice nice mix like I didn't feel heavy my body felt light and so yeah I absorbed the sun for a while it was so lovely and then I came in and I did some like stretching and movement it was so fun. Like I put on some music. I made a very vibey playlist when I was high and it's fire. I've been listening to it like every day. Um, and yeah, I just put that on and I was like, I was, I was stretching. I was moving around. I was doing some yoga. I was like, and I could feel all the energy in my body. And like, I could feel that my stomach was a little bloated. Cause I feel like whenever I eat when I'm high, I don't eat properly. Like maybe I inhale too much air or something. Like I'm eating too fast or too slow. I don't know, but I always get bloated when I eat when I'm high because I just don't think I'm chewing or something. I don't know. But anyway, I could feel that I was bloated. So I was like, okay, I was doing some deep breathing, which also I've never done breath work while high because I'm always a sage and we're always just like hanging out. But I was alone, so I could really like experiment with the the uh, ac- the activities, I guess, or I don't know, the, the sensation. So I started to do breath work which was awesome because that puts you in a high state naturally. But then doing that high was just another freaking level. Um, So I was doing breath work and I could feel my bloated stomach. And I was like, okay. So I started breathing and concentrating on like the energy in my stomach. And I could could sense it and I could feel it. And I was like pulling out the energy, like the blocked energy and the the, the gas and the everything. I could, I could feel it. I don't even know how to describe it. If you guys know about Reiki, then this isn't, it's it's a it's a very beginner's non-professional version of reiki i guess you could say maybe um which i do want to go get reiki uh certified officially because i think it's so cool um but anyway i could feel it and i was pulling it out and i literally like it came out like i started burping and and i could feel myself pulling it out and then i was burping and then my stomach felt better and so then i just moved up my body and i could sense all my chakras I could kind of sense the colors of them and I could sense what was blocked and what was open. And so I just was like pulling the blockages out and like, and each one had a different move that I just was intuitively doing with my hands. Like the one with my stomach was like pulling and pulling in like a graceful motion. And the one on my heart was like twisting and the one on my, it was just all different. It was so crazy. And I just was just following my intuition and not really not thinking anything of it because I was so high that it took out that like, that stupid block of judgment and like, what am I doing? This is so weird. Like, I don't think this is real. Like that whole section of blockage, a blockage, whatever on my brain was gone. So I could just go for it and fully surrender to my intuition and what I was like being guided to do. And it was so cool. It was literally so, 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 so cool. Um, and so I felt amazing after that. I did some more deep breathing. My body felt awesome. I felt like I was levitating and I was just smiling and so happy and then here we go, guys, we're getting, this is, this is, this is fucking real. I've never done this before. I've never experimented again. I was so high, but I got really horny. This, the strain made me really horny. We smoked, Sage and I smoked again and we got horny. So I guess the strain just, you know, sometimes weed just does that though. But so again, I was alone. I just vibed out, felt my whole body. I was feeling really good. And then I'm like, you know what? I want to masturbate <laughs> because I have heard that you can, Okay, so I'm trying to, let's see, how do I describe this? I don't know the woman who kind of came up with this, but there's this woman that teaches people how to manifest while they're orgasming. And I know this might sound a little bit out there, but I think you guys are cool by now talking about everything. Um, Because when you're you're in an orgasmic state, you're orgasming, like you're, there's no, like the veil between you and your subconscious and like, the divine is very thin because you're not in your body at all. Like you're completely like in your mind. And when you're like, I'm talking about when you're actually orgasming, like when you're at your peak, like you're not even there. It's like you, it's like you go into another dimension. 
Um, <laughs> and so it's at that point, if you can like train yourself to manifest at that exact point, apparently it's very powerful and like goes really fast. Like it's, it's like a supercharged manifestation, um, which I understand because, you know, just the energy with an orgasm is freaking crazy. So I thought I would try this out. <laughs> um, again, I was so, I was feeling so connected, so tapped in, like my whole body felt amazing. So yeah, I masturbated and which also felt nuts. I don't think I've ever masturbated high before. Maybe I have, but not like this. Oh God, it was insane. 10 out of 10 would recommend literally incredible. Um, cause actually Sage and I had sex like the other week when we were really high and he like made me come, but it just kept going. Like it was like nonstop. Like I swear I orgasmed for like five minutes straight, just kept going. There was no ending to it. And finally he was like, Oh my God, like, are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. I was like five minutes. I think I'm still here. I'm not sure, but that's just nuts. Anyway. So I wanted to try that again. And I did, and it was probably one of the most crazy orgasms I've ever had. Definitely the most crazy one I've ever given myself. And at the moment of, like, climax, I just imagined and embodied, like, the woman that I wanted to be in that whole life. And it was, I can't even explain this correctly. You guys are probably dying laughing at me right now. But it was so nuts. <laughs> I don't know how to explain this. If you've ever done it or you want to try, definitely would recommend. But like at the exact moments. So <laughs> who knew this would turn into a sex episode? We're really rounding out this episode. We got death, we got love, we got sex, everything. So at the exact moment when you're climaxing where for me, it just all goes like kind of white. Like it's like you just leave your body and it's like ah, <laughs> just white. So at that exact moment, I just like channeled everything that I wanted to be like the woman I wanted to be how she looked, how she felt, her like her emotions, her confidence, what she did, the house that I wanted, the relationship, the kids, the career, like everything. I just focused on that and it was so easy because I was so high and I was so in the moment like and it just flowed and I just like was repeating things to myself like I embody her, I am her, like she is me, you know, this energy is already mine, like I can feel like this all the time and it was so powerful, like it literally was insane was insane and then after I just was like literally vibrating of course in more ways than one <laughs> but my whole body was just vibrating like the energy coming off me was insane if someone walked in that was like sensitive to energy they would have been like whoa like I was just exuding crazy energy and I was just laying I'm like oh my god the human body the human experience can experience that that was fucking insane. Like that was, that was the closest thing to magic that I've probably ever experienced. Like it was nuts. It was literally fucking nuts. Let's face it. People have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com i don't know about you all but i am here to optimize my feminine sexual health and wellness if you're like me and you want a period product that looks out for your body your lifestyle and the planet you've got to try flex flex is innovating period care with products that are body safe made for comfort and made to keep you moving 
There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours and holds as much flow as three super tampons. That is a lot. It's not a cup and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any other period product you've seen before. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Oh, oh, baby, <laughs> your white sheets will thank you. And if you want to go zero waste and have the planet love you even more, pick up the Flex Cup, which is what I use. It's a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. Say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash actingmyage and use code actingmyage for 20% off Flex Disc Starter Kits or 10% off your first Flex Cup, plus free U.S. shipping. That's code actingmyage at flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com slash acting my age. So after that, I was just laying there like, and then I went into a deep meditation after that because that was just a lot. That was a whole workout. But I was laying there just thinking like, if I can do this, like I can feel this, my body and my mind and my soul and everything are capable of feeling this. Like I can experience this way more times than just during a crazy orgasm during sex. Like this energy is available to me at any time like if it's there it's always there you know like it's always available so I just kept like thinking like I can feel like this all the time like life is supposed to feel like this this energy is just available to me at any moment and like I am this energy I am this love and this pure bliss and joy like that is me that's me that's all that I am and it was amazing it was so amazing and I felt so fucking good and yeah then I had a really nice meditation after, but after that, I just, ever since then, I've been, that was on Saturday, it's Tuesday, I've just been feeling so, like, like, at peace, and, like, very light, and just, I, that, that energy, and that sensation that I felt of pure light, and, like, bliss, and just ecstasy, obviously, because it's an orgasm, but ecstasy, like, I can just remember that sensation, so it's, it's still very close, and I'm like, oh my god, I can feel like that all the time, it's like, I guess, I guess you could compare it to, I don't know, someone jumps out of the airplane, out of an airplane. Why did I say that airplane? Jumps out of an airplane, any old airplane that they want, and they experience that high, that adrenaline rush, and they're like, oh my god, I can feel like that. Like life, you know, life can be filled with those type of moments, like bungee jumping and jumping out of an airplane and like scuba diving with dolphins and all these crazy things. That just raises your level of awareness of what's possible for life. And I really feel like that experience just freaking blew my mind and opened the door so wide. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. I understand because there's so there's this whole s- spiritual section of sex that I haven't gotten into yet, and I want to, but I feel like I just want to like integrate and embody more of what I'm already doing, and then I want to dive into the sex stuff because I feel like it's easy for me to just try to learn so many things at once, and then I don't really integrate it properly. So. Um, but anyway, there's a lot of crazy, cool sex things like Kama Sutra. I've obviously heard of that, but there's all these other things like doing breath work with your partner during sex and like bringing the energy up from like while you're orgasming for guys like to make them help them last longer and for girls to bring the sensations like for your whole body. Like you can focus on the energy and bring it up your spine and then like send it back down your spine. There's all these crazy things you can do to make sex and orgasms like literally an out-of-body spiritual mind-blowing experience even more than they already are so I'm really into that and that whole experience made me really want to learn more and just get into it because holy fucking shit so that was that um (laughs) oh god I love you guys you guys know literally everything about me kind of nuts so yeah I definitely want to get another one of those fruit loom joints I'm going on a road trip tomorrow um, to go to Bend, Oregon for like a week. And I definitely want to go get some of those joints on the way down. Because we're going to be staying in a little trailer together at, on this aunt's property. It's like a nice little cozy trailer. Definitely want to have some insane high sex. That sounds amazing. So I was recommended this book to learn more about sex. And like harnessing different energies during sex, I guess you could say. Um, it's called Recapture the Rapture. I haven't read it at all so uh, I don't know but it was just recommended to me and there's one other good one too 
Oh, yeah. So I guess this concept of like attracting things to you is there's this book called Adventures in Sex Magic. This is the description. Acclaimed author Damon Brand lays bare a fast, thrilling method for getting the results you deserve. Whatever you lust for can be yours. This is not a book about sexual technique or seduction. It's about attracting money, power, love, and success through the power of sexual energy. Better still, this potent sex magic works whether you're single or in a relationship. Damon Brand explains why magic often fails and shows you a no-nonsense approach to make your vision a reality. Discover how to achieve several magical goals at once, use a secret sigil to access angelic sexual power, and learn the unique secret of the major process. Interesting. I definitely think you have to be careful with this kind of stuff because I would just say before you try to do anything like this, make sure that you're always protecting yourself with white light protection. Um, Just a good thing to do in the beginning of the day, which I often forget, but um, it's just a good idea to do. (laughs) I need to like learn more about this, um, so I'm not necessarily recommending it to you, but if you are interested... Um, life is full of different things we can explore, but basically manifesting while orgasming hot tip. You guys should try it out. Okay. This is funny. This is the top review for this book on Amazon. Useful information on how to use orgasm energy for more powerful magic. A great book with sound information on how to kick your magic up a notch through orgasm for both partner or solo sex. This book covers how to use the moment of release to focus sexual energy, the strongest form of energy towards desired outcomes. Why waste sexual energy? Jerk off with a goal in mind. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Shit, okay, maybe I should buy it. I'm just so curious. I have such an appetite for these type of things. I just want to learn all the things. The part that freaks me out, I guess, is that it's like harnessing power, bringing power to you, because power can be used for a lot of bad, and it is already, so that makes me kind of nervous. But as long as, you know, the person who's doing the sex magic is conscious and has only, like, the highest good in mind and protects themselves with white light energy, I think it's okay. Because I've heard people that I know have done this, like, they they do this practice regularly. So, anywho, that's quite uh, interesting. I'm going to, I just ordered the book, so I'll let you guys know. I'll keep you updated. completely switch topics here um we're gonna i'm gonna see what you guys wanted to talk about i just said to send in anything that you want me to chat about for this episode so i'm gonna try to talk about a few of those i am just cracking up with myself i cannot believe i just talked about sex magic that's so funny so funny but hey shit we got a lot of power within us might as well harness it okay here's a really good one that I actually just had an experience with kind of so start with this um how to deal with energy leeches slash staying true to your energy yeah such a good topic because I think as we get more evolved in our spiritual um journey and awakening and everything you just become really sensitive to energy I feel like and also as you're just calling in light and radiating light, like people want, like people notice that it's usually subconsciously, but they're like, Oh, that person has something like they got like good vibe or so there's just something about them. Like I want to be around them, you know? So you just start to notice people either telling you a lot of things about their personal life or just kind of always being around you or wanting something from you or kind of like that. So yeah, that's definitely something to be aware of and just staying true to your energy and not, absorbing other people's energy has been a really interesting thing to learn for me and the best way to just keep my energy intact and not absorb others is to again in the morning ground ground into the earth ground into your body do some deep breathing and put a shield over you like a white light protection shield and just set the intention like you know I, I all my energy is sacred I am um, covered in white healing light. I'm protected. I'm safe. I do not absorb others energy. Like just really set the intention for the the day. And, um, if you do feel like you're picking up other people's energy, which actually just had in this experience the other day, it wasn't like an energy leech, like not in 
not at all. It was different. But I was picking up. We were on the boat for 4th of July, and Sage was driving the boat, and it was this, we were renting the boat, so he had never driven that boat before. And it was different than the other kinds that he's used to driving. So when we first started going, it was very, like, choppy, and he was just getting hang of it. So, like, there was some water, like, we were getting splashed with water a little bit. It was, like, kind of, there was no danger whatsoever, but it was a little, like, oh, okay, this is, we're getting used to it. It's a little choppy, but... Um, it's fine. But there was someone on the boat who was very anxious about it and she didn't say anything at all. There was no, no cues pretty much besides like very slight body language, but I was picking up the anxiety so strongly. Like I, it was literally radiating onto me and I was just all of a sudden extremely anxious and I was looking around and like everyone else was just drinking and laughing and like it wasn't, they were totally chilling and Sage was fine and I just was like holy fuck and I was so 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 anxious all of a sudden and I was like getting really nervous and just picking up all of that and I was like no 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 so I literally just started doing deep breathing like release this anxiety like this is not my energy everything is fine and then I just put a a veil of white light over everyone on the boat I'm like our boat is placed I'm placing a white light protection over our boat over everyone on the boat and I imagined us all having an amazing day super safe and returning back home safely and I imagined us all getting back in our cars happy and safe and after a great day with like nothing you know nothing going wrong so and I just really focused on that released all the negative energy that wasn't mine and um, just did some deep breathing so that is the best way that I've found breathing is the best way to release energy that's not yours like we can all just do that right now honestly whenever I'm listening to a podcast and they tell everyone to deep breathe it just is such a nice reminder so okay everyone we're gonna we're gonna do it okay I'm gonna put my feet on the floor so yeah if you have a chair to sit up in um put your feet on the floor barefoot if possible and close your eyes and just breathe in through your mouth really deeply and like bring it all the way up your chest like really push out your belly when you're doing it so you're you're like expanding your belly so make sure it's a full full belly breath and then release it and contract your belly and then breathe in again and then at the top you can hold it for a few seconds that usually feels really good and then release out your belly and really like channel that all of this negative energy or any energy that's not yours or that it's no longer serving you just be released so release it if you can feel anything in your body too like if you're carrying energy somewhere in your body that doesn't feel very good just focus on that and like you can put your hands on it if it's on your belly or on your shoulders or whatever just focus on that breathe into it like sigh sigh out just keep doing that it feels so good Hmm. Feels so good. Fucking love that. So yeah, anytime you're picking up someone else's energy, just ground, 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 ground into the earth, into your body. Just take a second, become aware of your body again, deep breathe, and just set the intention to like release of the energy that's no longer serving you and energy that you absorb from others. And yeah, and I just would say if there are people in your life that are consistently like really draining your energy um you need to set a boundary there you know they can't have access to you all the time and if if they're not bringing any value or like love or light into your life either then that's pretty one-sided relationship and it might be time to reconsider there's always lots of different caveats like there's history and there's blah blah blah, like all these things so I don't know the situation exactly but if it's just people in your life that are just draining your energy and consistently like set those boundaries. Um, and yeah, you got this (laughs) in my course. Actually, I'm going to have a whole module on protecting your energy, cleaning your energy and all of that good stuff. So we'll get ready for that. Who knows when that's coming, but hopefully sometime soon, definitely in the fall. This is another great question. Um, Oh, she said, I struggle with being present with all of my people while living life, while also staying diligent with my solo spiritual practices like meditation, journaling, exercise, dancing, etc. daily. How do I integrate spiritual and mindful routines in every day? 
such a good question and something I've also been thinking about a lot. Like just again, the boat example was such a good thing. I'm like, wow. Okay. Again, here's me thinking about what other people are perceiving me as. So they're like, okay, there's a spiritual, cause I just got some new followers from the reels and those they're, they're like seeing me as this like spiritual person or whatever. And then they see on my story that I'm like partying and I'm drinking Trulies and I'm shaking my ass on a boat. And like, of course, of course, life is all of that. Like it's not, you can't be, you don't have to be one or the other. Like you can have everything. You can be everything. And I want to be an example of that. Like there is, there is room for everything always. So, um, but I was just imagining how other people were seeing me. And I was just thinking about like the little things that I could do during that day of like very, um, just classic partying, <laughs> but what, how I could still be like conscious through that. And I think the, the best thing I could have done, which I did was setting that intention of us all having an amazing time, fun and returning home safely, like protecting everyone in white light and just being aware of the energies on the boat and like, just trying to kind of hold that energy and set the safe space for everyone. And that's like a great way to combine everything. And, um, yeah. So that's one way, but let me think of other things. I think it's just, a, it's really just a balance and there is no, like, it doesn't have to be 50, 50, or it doesn't have to be one or the other. Like whatever you can do is great. And I honestly, what I've just been doing is whatever I need the most right then, because I haven't been meditating since we've been going all over, like doing all these things. I haven't been meditating every day, but I have been doing breath work every day and intention setting every day. So it's like, if you can't get down to meditate every day for like 15 minutes or 20 minutes, just ground yourself before you leave the house, like get, kick your shoes off, put your feet on the ground, deep breathe and just connect with your body and set the intention for the day and imagine how you want the day to go. And that, it, that does a lot and just hold that energy with you. And like breathing has been the biggest thing. I'm incorporating it into my day all the time. Like if I ever feel tired or anxious, I just stop and breathe and it helps so much so 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 much so I would just say what do you need in that moment because when, when you put this pressure on it it doesn't always flow that well so it's like okay right now I really want to dance like I just want to let loose and be free okay that's what I'm going to do or right now I just kind of want to go inward and journal a little bit or right now I just want to relax and listen to a guided meditation and kind of zone out or you know whatever it is it, that you need that is that's enough you don't have to squeeze it all in if you can't because that extra pressure just takes away from the whole purpose. It's supposed to, you know, add to your life. Um, like, of course, having a routine and being diligent with it is very important because it has to be practiced. But it's like you don't have to do all of it at once, you know? Hopefully that makes sense. But the most important thing is that you're present. That is the number one most important thing. And I think breath work and just breathing and grounding is the best way to do that in everyday life. Um, okay. I had a few people ask about how to deal with failure and disappointment. And obviously that's a biggie. That's a biggie, biggie. I would say the first thing is just to feel it, feel it fully, feel the feels completely cry, be angry, you know, feel all of the things, like all those thoughts that are swirling around that you try to push off, like just let them all come. Like just, just stop and dedicate some time to yourself where you can just let it all come and let it all come up and just take notice of all of it and feel and feel it like if you want to journal it out like write out how you're feeling and just don't have any judgment or put any filter on yourself just completely fucking let it out no judgment um like just get that all out you know really feel it and get it out on the page or out verbally or whatever you need to do and then once you've really felt it all, you can start to figure out what is the root of this feeling, you know, like this disappointment feeling. What is the root of what's making you feel so upset? Because, you know, there are disappointments, things that don't go the way you want them to, and you feel, you know, a little let down, but then there's also major disappointments where it's like, I let myself down. Why did this happen? Like, this isn't fair. I don't understand. I thought I deserved this. Like I worked so hard, you know, all those type of things. So getting to the root of what it is that, that, that feels let down basically. Like what is it? What's the inner child or the, the, the person inside of you that felt let down? Like what does that person or thing need? 
hopefully this makes sense. Um, so if you could just journal it out, like, where am I feeling let down? What did, what did that person inside of me need that it didn't get? Also, another great exercise is to try to surrender it. And I know that's hard, but like surrendering and trying to hold the thought and the like intention that whatever is meant to come to you is come your way. And if it didn't work out, it means there's something better down the line. And I know that's hard. It's very hard when you're in the thick of it. But when you look back on these moments, it's always true. Like, oh, yes, that happened exactly for a reason. It was supposed to happen because it made me experience this or because this came along. In the moment, very hard to do that. But if you can do that, it is so, so, so powerful. And just it's it's just feeling this surrender, taking over your body, just letting it, feeling all, everything, but then surrendering anyway. Like, this fucking sucks. I am so disappointed. I really thought I had this in the bag or I thought this was going to go this way. And I'm fucking upset and then, but I surrender and I have full trust that whatever is meant to be is coming my way. And I know that this happened for a reason. Just repeating that mantra, like I surrender. I know that what's happening, what what happened happened for a reason. Something better is coming my way. Like if you have to tell yourself that a million times a day, that's fine. That's great. Whatever it takes, but it's always teaching you something and it's always working out for your highest good. And as long as you hold that intention, you know, it will happen because sometimes we just need to learn certain lessons and sometimes it fucking sucks. But failure, failure is a projection that you're placing on yourself. You know, why, why do you feel like it's a failure? Who's telling you it's a failure? Is it you? Is it someone else? What is it? Like failure is a projection and it's a judgment. You can never fail your highest self. You know, you can never fail your highest self because your highest self always, it sees all, it knows all, it wants the best for you. It's full of love and full of confidence and as long as you are like holding that vision, if something doesn't work out that you thought should, it's not a failure. It's just not like imagine that your higher self is just watching you knowing like, oh, she sees the whole picture and she knows that whatever this thing is that just happened and you quote unquote failed at. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's just she she had to do that because then, you know, then she'd go over here and then she'd meet this person and then this. And so don't even worry about it. Like try to hold that that in your heart. Hopefully that made sense. That was kind of a long winded answer. Um, but I'm sending you love always. It's not easy. Okay. I think I'm gonna end it out because, um, I got a lot more questions, but the majority actually are health related and people asking me to do a second health episode. So when I get back from Ben next week, I can do a second health episode, which should be fun. Oh my gosh. They're so, I'm so passionate about it. I'm like, I need to mentally prepare. I need to get some more notes going, but yeah health is wealth. So I think that's a great topic to talk about again. Um, this episode was all over the place as usual, but I hope you guys enjoyed. I think, I think we covered some real ground here. You know, I just love having this podcast to just play around and talk and share with you guys, share my orgasmic manifestation (laughs) tips and literally please, if you guys have done that or you've heard of it or you want to try or you do try, just let me know. It was insane. It was fucking insane. (sighs) So yeah, anyway, being a human is so dope. We're so lucky. We're so, 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 so lucky to be in this body and experience this life. And I'm just grateful to be along on this ride with you guys. And I love you. Hope you're having an orgasmic day. (laughs) I will talk to you next week. Bye.